The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Learn the language of spirit. This is the Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Intuitive Life, where we walk together and support each other on the path to becoming more spiritually aware, enlightened, and inspired. My name is Laura Worcester, and I'll be taking your calls today, 816-251-3555. Again, it's 816-251-3555. I can do intuitive readings. Um, I can also do mediumship readings. But also, if you have questions based on the topic for today, absolutely, I can help you with that as well. Um, Whether it be your own psychic development, intuitive development, or spiritual awareness, or maybe there's a child in your life that you're recognizing is a bit sensitive or um, very in tune. I'd like to use the word in tune rather than too sensitive or or very sensitive, okay, just someone who might be very in tune in your life um, that you'd like to support in in their um, sensitivity in the world, okay? So, um, thanks again for everybody who's tuning in and for all the great comments um, on the show that uh, so far. I've, that's my third program, and I've, I've had so much um, outpouring of support, and I so appreciate it. And it's great that um, that the, the topics that I'm covering, people seem to be really resonating with. So thank you so much. Um, if you'd like to stay in touch about what is upcoming on the radio program, um, you can follow me on Instagram. That's Intuitive Laura on Instagram, or you can go to my website and sign up for my email newsletter, laurawister.com. Alrighty. So the topic I wanted to talk about today are psychic children or intuitive children, and so this is this is a to- uh, topic I can kind of get up on my soapbox about, and so I apologize ahead of time for that. Actually, I probably shouldn't apologize. It just is what it is, um, because sometimes I think people take it way um, way off the chart here with with how they deal with it with their own children. Uh, I think sometimes people get very nervous because their their own spiritual beliefs. Um, when when they when they have a child that comes to them and says they they're seeing spirit in their room, if people get wigged out a bit, <laughs> they say, well, it, should they be doing that? Um, they're kids. Um, they they're very t- in tune with the spirit world, and so there's things that they may experience that we don't as adults experience. Okay, so, um, but I'm going to talk a little bit about this some more. But like I said, I might get on my soapbox, but I, if I promise. Stick with me. Um, I want to give you some tips about how to support your intuitive child and also how to support your own development if you feel like you're being drawn in that direction. Okay. So, um, so not too long ago, maybe, maybe a couple of years ago now, I had a, a grandmother email me and and they said, you know, I, I have a three-year-old grandchild and they they seem to be seeing spirit and um, they're seeing dead people. And she and this grandmother was very excited actually. And um, and she's, what can I do to make sure that my grandchild continues to see spirit so that they can help other people? So. I had to like take a step back <laughs> from this email and I said, this child is three years old. Um, a lot of children are very naturally in tune. They naturally see spirit because nobody told them they couldn't. Um, they haven't started going to um, to school, most likely, and they so they haven't really in, started to integrate their logical brain. 
um, their creative mind, their intuitive mind is very much open and still very much connected to the spirit side. So they, they'll see energy. Um, when they're going to sleep at night, they might sense energy. Um, they'll really see things for what they are. And they may see things visually. They may have, um, uh, you know, uh, invisible friends that hang around and, they, and, and they'll talk about them. And to me, that's that's perfectly normal. But some people do get a little bit nervous about it because they say, what if it's a bad spirit? What if it's this? What if it's that? Um, for the most part, I when I've tuned into situations like this, when kids are seeing spirit, a lot of times it's a grandparent or a great grandparent that's checking in on them. Um, I had the similar same thing happen with with um, my own, I have uh, one of my uh, children, my son, my youngest, um, he would see a grandparent in his room. And we kindly, kind of, kind of figured out eventually, it took some time, but we figured out it was um, a grandparent he never met. It was a great grandparent to him. And um, the thing is, the, the way I handled it was, um, and this is what I always suggest, especially with young kids, is don't make a big deal about it when they bring up talking about seeing people in their room. Um, I would talk to them just as you would um, as if they were talking about going to school. Um, how was your day? How was school today? What did your teacher talk about? The same tone that you would use in talking about their day or asking about anything else in their life, you use the same amount of expression or the same level of expression the same amount of excitement so if you're if you're like hey how was in how was school today i would say exactly the same say it in exactly the same way that you would say if hey um i saw someone in my room last night oh really so how um who were they did they speak to you did they say anything what did they look like if that's the same manner that you would talk to them about their day exactly do exactly the same thing don't change your tone OK, you don't want to make it anything. You don't want to make it seem to them that it's unusual because it's not. And you don't want them to be scared because um, most of the time this is not any reason to be scared at all. Um, it's just um, our, our, our people checking in. And I do believe grandparents do check in on on their on the little ones in this world. And um, they do take special care over them. Not that they're their guardian angel, but they do take care. They do watch over them. So so. So the one thing about, you know, someone reaching out to me and saying, you know, I have a three-year-old and I want to make sure that they become a medium so they can help people. Um, let a kid be a kid. Let children be children. The best thing you could do to help foster their intuitive awareness is to let them be kids. Unstructured playtime. Um, also, not... Um, being very careful, being very careful about if, especially if they tend to be very in tune, try not to put them on the spot in the spotlight at all about this. Um, I know someone who was very in tune and they would they would put on the spot to to do like psychic tricks. Um, you know, you don't want this ability or their natural intuitive ability to be tied in with their their own awareness of who they are to become the thing that they do to become part of their um what's the best way i can put this their 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 sense of being their sense of identity okay um so it just make it just don't make it a big deal make it as part of everybody's life oh yes oh so you're seeing someone seeing someone in your room so what did they look like did they say anything to you and just let it be let them come to you to share that. Don't go looking for it. Let them share that with you. Okay. So again, encouraging the be kids, unstructured, unstructured playtime, anything that allows the creative mind to flourish will help their intuitive mind 
remain open and flowing and into their adulthood. Okay, so make sure that, you know, a lot of kids are very over over scheduled these days, and there's not a lot of unstructured playtime. There's play groups, there's sports, there's dance classes, there's art classes, there's music classes, all great things. But please allow for unstructured playtime. That's probably the, one of the best gifts you can give to your kids nowadays, especially as, and, and with all the electronics that are up, up that they are involved with as well. All right. Um, another thing, too, is to make sure you acknowledge when they express how they feel. And this is for any kid. I don't care if they're like super intuitive or they, they seem to be, um, you know, just a regular regular child. Every kid, every kid's intuitive. But I would say definitely um, acknowledge what they're feeling. If they're saying, you know, don't try to try not to use words like, oh, you're being too sensitive about that or you're too sensitive. You need to grow a thick skin. Um, don't cry. Don't cry. It's okay. Don't cry. It's okay. Um, it's okay. And I'm not saying to coddle kids. That's not where I'm going with this. It's truly not where I'm going. So, so you know. So, but it is acknowledging their feelings is extremely important. So you might both say if someone is, if one of your children is crying, and you don't say don't cry. You might want to say. I understand you're feeling very frustrated right now or you're feeling overwhelmed. Let's talk about this. They just want to, they want their, their um, emotions validated. Okay. And they, they just don't have the words to express it. And they might be overwhelmed by energy that we can't feel as well. Okay. So what that does, it gives them, a, it creates a safe place for them to express how they're feeling, what they're sensing. Maybe they're overwhelmed by energy. Maybe they're in a crowded room and they just, it's just too much for them. And it's, oh, make it a safe place for them to be able to say, I don't feel good right now, or I need, I need some quiet time. It's oh, give them permission to be able to say, I need quiet time. All right. That's very important, especially for super sensitive kids. Okay. Um, so also sensitive teens, um, I, I, you know, psychically sensitive teens or very aware teens, they can be prone to anxiety. And so this is where you start to see some issues with that. They might become withdrawn. They might, um, they might just seem very jumpy or overwhelmed or they can't sleep. Um, do whatever you can do to learn about stress management and anxiety management for yourself. Okay. So if you were to learn, um, meditation or anything that helps you to reduce stress in your life um, to mirror to them what is easy, um, to be able to claim time for yourself to be able to step back and say and, and also just like I said before about them permission to to ask to step back from a situation do the same thing in your own life if you're feeling overwhelmed with something you might say you know what i just need to take a breath and, and take you know i just need to take a step back maybe sit in meditation for a minute or two or take a deep breath and um and that's one thing i started mirroring with my my granddaughter um when i started maybe started to feel a little overwhelmed she's only five right now but i would say you know what I'm just getting a little overwhelmed right now. I'm going to need to take a breath. And then so she started integrating that into her life too. I started, she'll start to say, I just need to take a breath. Like, that's great. Let's go right ahead. And she would, and then she would calm down. So anything that you want your children to do, definitely like anything in life, you want to mirror that back. So um, learn about stress management, meditation, and let them see you sitting and meditating for a few minutes or just taking a, a few moments to yourself. It gives them permission to do the same. 
All right, especially in this world that's constantly, constantly plugged into electronics and going, going, going and school schedules and all those things. It's okay to do that. It's not a weakness to want to step back and take a breath. Alrighty. So sensitive teens, especially, they need to feel like that's okay to do that. So encourage that in your in your home with with your children, and hopefully that will um, open up into their to to their circle of friends as well. Yoga is great for for teenagers. Um, it's really it's, and kids too, especially youngers, younger kids. They're really good for kids for that mindfulness. Um, again, let kids be kids. And the other thing, too, for young adults, um, I had a, a mother email me. She had a, an 18-year-old son, and um, they were seeing spirit. They were seeing um, people in the spirit world. And they, this mom was really pushing to, for the son to develop. And she was, can I get him into a class? Can I get him into development circle? I really want him to go, go, go with this. And I, I, while I understand it as a parent, when you see a child um, who excels in something, you really want to encourage it. I get it. I understand that. But however, with this type of skill, this type of sensitivity, this type of um, in, in tuneness, you got to be careful with this because there's a, there's a lot of responsibility in being a medium. And there's some really amazing young mediums coming up right now that are just raw talent. And they're awesome right and that's fabulous however there's a lot of stuff that comes with being a medium that maybe we're not meant to settle that with them just yet okay so there's 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 um there's a lot of ethics with this um you end up getting into very adult things um people dealing with heavy emotions of grief um you know regret things that comes with anything that comes with grief a lot of times mediums also have to deal with with the people that they're reading so there's there's not a, a lot of life experience there yet for them to work off of already so and i'll even recommend to um to students of mine who are studying this and this helped me and these are people who have been on this earth for decades i will say it's really helpful to take a grief class um, David Kessler has a great grief class that's good for anybody dealing with anybody dealing with the spirit world or um, with with people passing over or grief of any kind. So um, so for young people that may not be where they need to be yet or to be able to help support someone with that. Okay, so life experience is a really big thing. And so pe younger people, they just are young adults. They may not have that yet. And so they need to 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 experience life first. Um, also, you know, normal, regular, living a normal, regular life is also very helpful for development. And you would think like, oh, we should just jump right in, go to school for this, go to development circle, da 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 da, start doing readings. No, 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 no. Um, life, normal life experience actually plays a big part in how some mediums receive information. So it it sort of develops a database in our mind for the spirit world to pull from. Okay, so. Um, so it's always good for people to live a life, a normal life that's not focused just on this, okay, so that they have something to work with. So the spirit world has something to work with in in the mind of the medium, okay? It's always good, um, for example, I know that um, John Edward, uh, he used to work in a... Um, like a blockbuster or something. It was a video shop, okay? And he also used to work in a hospital. So he's got all these things to pull from. Um, he would have movie references come through from, from the spirit world. 
And um, so he would be he would be able to validate information that way. And he also had some medical knowledge from working in a hospital. Um, so any you know normal regular types of jobs will help a medium. So don't think anybody's going to miss the boat if if they're a young medium and they haven't um, and they haven't and they're not actively pursuing that development and at at the expense of everything else. Okay, so. Um, also, that you know, like I said too, the responsibility of delivering messages from the spirit world is actually pretty huge. And um, and not to say that there aren't some really wonderful young mediums who who are very ethical and and very compassionate, but that there's a lot more that comes with life um, that that can be offered um, through uh, a message from spirit if if someone has already lived some of that. Okay, hope that makes sense, and I think it does. But um, but the but the best thing is let kids be kids. Um, if, if it's something that you think uh, you're interested in, I would say develop yourself. Go to a psychic development class yourself. Now, I don't care if you think, oh, I don't have a psychic bone in my body, but my kid is so psychic. You go to a psychic class yourself and learn how this works. Um, that way, if they have questions, you can support them. Um, you can also they also be able to keep your eyes open for some things that they may be going through. But again, don't don't turn it into a show at all. Um, don't turn it into let's see what you can do. Um, let it just evolve naturally. Okay, and I promise you, if someone's meant to become a working psychic or a medium, it will happen on its own terms in its own way. And especially for um, adult or young adult mediums, they need to take responsibility for their own development. If someone, if a parent or somebody in, around them or another adult is saying, you really need to do this, you need to go to do that, you need to, to um, you need to practice, you need to do, you need to go in development circle, you need to meditate. If they don't want to do that, they're not ready. They need to take their own responsibility for their own development and nobody can push them be, um, before that's meant to happen. And if you do, you might actually um, not, I don't want to say close them down, but they, they just might be more resistant to doing that work. Alrighty, so let, let kids be kids. Um, and always, 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 don't make a huge deal of it. Um, I, and again, you don't want, you don't want their development and their in connection to spirit to, or their intuitive awareness to become part of their identity so much that if they decide not to do that anymore, that that's, that becomes an issue. All right. That's really important. Um, so anyways, I will be taking your calls today. I'm going to talk a little bit more on this, but I'm, I know I'm getting on my high horse here. <laughs> but um, so if you'd like to call and if you have any questions about your own development or development with um, your children or some questions about um, intuitive children, uh, you can definitely give me a call. It's 816-251-3555. Again, it's 816-251-3555. And I'm also doing readings, so if you want to jump on, I'll give you a reading as well. So a couple of other, a couple of other things that um, I found helpful with my own children. Uh, so with my kids, sometimes they would feel too much energy in the room when they were trying to go to sleep. They're like, there's somebody in my room, or I feel someone in my room, or something like that. So, there's, so what's really important, especially even with adults who are feeling kind of overwhelmed by spirit coming into their space um, when they're trying to sleep, is set the intention 
that, um, that that space is yours and that that's not the time for spirit to connect with you. And it's all, it is really all about intention. And, and I know people talk about protection and all those things like psychic protection, all well and good. And to me, that's the same, same thing is setting the intention when, when you're, that's, that to me is the same the same um, the same process when I, people say psychic protection I think it's setting an intention okay so we set the intention that that space is theirs so um, what I did was I got like a, a essential oil type of spray that's you know very um, soothing maybe like a lavender spray and I would have my kids um, just kind of go around if they were feeling unsettled and feeling kind of overwhelmed by energy or they felt like someone might come into the room like the night before or whatever um, that I would have them, they them they would go around with the spray and spray at each corner of the room wherever they felt it needed to go. And what that did is it took their power back. And this is my space and I'm going to sleep now and nobody can bother me. And it worked really well. Um, and it, it works for my granddaughter as well. And again, it gives them a sense of peace and power and it, and it shows them how they can set the intention that their energetic space is their energetic space. Okay. Um, also, there's if you really wanted to perhaps help develop their their psychic abilities a little bit, try to do it in a way that's that's super fun. Um, and you do these games first and let them kind of say, hey, what are you doing? Can I be a part of that? And this is what I do with my kids. Okay. So I might, you know, like I would take a deck of cards and I would flip over a card one at a time. And I would try to say, because it can be red or black, red or black, you know. So um, I would use that as a as a training type of thing. Um, and if your kids say, "Wait, what are you doing? Hey, you want to play?" Say, "Is it the next card? Can be red or red or black?" And then you can go on to diamonds or spades. You can do, you know, any variations of that. So that's one way to do that. And also, I would do that with M and M's too. Like I'd get a little package of M and M's, and we'd like have a little snack and say, "Okay, I want to say what what's the next color of the M and M that's coming out of the package, right?" And then um, we would play like that. It was and all fun. It's all in good fun. No stress whatsoever. And another thing too which I find helpful, um, and I wish I had, you know, I was aware of this more when my kids were younger, is watch how you speak with them when you're asking them their opinion. Um, so let's just say you're sitting over dinner and maybe they're having a conflict with a friend or something, or, you know, they're, they're questioning um, which direction to go, you know, take a sport, not take a sport, or do this or that, whatever it may be, the normal stuff that kids go through. And oftentimes we'll ask, well, what do you think? You know, and and that's all well and good. You know, what do we think? But start asking them, well, how do you feel about that? What does your gut say? What does your heart say? When we change the words that we use, we're, we're, we're starting to use a different part of our awareness. Okay, so when we're thinking, we're going right to the brain. So, um, so oftentimes I'll do that during my classes, I will say, I'll find, especially very beginning uh, psychic awareness classes, I will find people say, I'm, th I don't know why I'm thinking this. And I'll, I'll say that's, you know, because you're not thinking it, you're feeling it. And I start to gradually have them change the words they use. Okay, so I will st at some point during my classes, I will say, well, no, we're not going to use the word think anymore. We're going to use I feel, I see, I hear, 
you know, um, or my gut says, or my heart says. And, and all those things bring in a different sensitivity, a different awareness, and it will f- actually shift the way people speak. It'll shift the the words that they're getting. They'll feel truer to them, and they'll know truth when they speak it. Um, so that so to circle back to kids, that's a great way to have conversations with kids, especially if they're struggling with something or a decision, or they're not sure. Um, they're having struggles with. Um, with relationships, with their friends, anything like that. Ask them, how do they feel about it? What does your gut say? Because oftentimes, you know, as, as, as adults, we know, we go about our world and we're being told things that people believe are true. Absolutely 100% believe are true. We're being told these things about what people think. And what we're thinking and then what, and what feels right to us feels very different from what we're being told. And obviously, but I think we need to have more of those kind of conversations or speak in that way with our children to say, okay, I know that's what you're thinking. I know that's what you heard, but what do you feel about that? Does it feel right to you? What does your gut say? What's your heart say? What are you hearing, feeling, seeing, you know? Um, So so change the way you talk with your child and that will help to foster their, the way that they sense the world and the way they express how they feel about the world and to be um, to, to validate sometimes what they feel isn't is true or not true for them and to be able to and they can safely say it even though people may be telling them something different so that's that's my um, that's my suggestion for you for your psychic kids um, and the last thing um, you know, and like I said, this is not, I'm not saying to coddle kids and it's all about their feelings. It, it's, it's, it's acknowledging, it's acknowledging who they are. It's acknowledging um, their feelings and, and so that they feel safe and they are open to expressing what they're feeling, even if it's not the popular thing, even if it's not what people are telling them it's true and they're trying to get them to believe that it's true. So, but the, but the very, the very, um, the very core of this, let kids be kids. Just let them be kids, all right? And let, let their gifts develop on their own. And I promise you, if they're meant to be, um, you know, a psychic or a medium, it will find them. And there's no problem. You won't be able to stop it, okay? So I'm coming back after the break. I'll be taking your calls. 816-251-3555. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Intuitive Life. 
Um, if you have any suggestions for a an upcoming show, I'd love to hear it. Um, you can just email me at my website, um, laurawister.com. If you have any suggestions for any, any topics you'd love to hear about, um, it could be anything. It doesn't have to be about intuitive awareness. It could be anything that helps support you to live a better life. Okay, so I do have some callers on the line, so I want to go right to, let's see, we're going to go to Sandra. Hey, Sandra. Hi, Laura. Thank you for taking my call. Thanks for calling. I, I, I love how you um, your little review was regarding children. I think it's so important. I loved it. Very authentic. Um, so when I was a child, I had experiences and um, I was definitely misunderstood. I think that's the word, misunderstood. Yep. Um, my siblings were all raised Catholic, and they tried to do this to me, and I screamed bloody murder in church when my father would go to leave me for catechism. Mm. Terrified. I was terrified. I, it was... I clung to his leg and, you know, he couldn't get me, he couldn't release me from his leg because I was, it was such an overpowering fear. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he'd bring me home and he'd tell my mother, well, this one's a heathen, you know, she's not going oh. to follow like the, the rest of them mm. and get this. So then the um, priest would come to the house to do census and I would see his car pull in the driveway and I would run to the bedroom closet and hide behind the clothes and cover my ears. I couldn't even hear his voice mm. because he, he terrified me. The, the thought, his name, everything about this man terrified me. Mm-hmm. And just a, just a few years ago, I, I read in the, the local newspaper that he was on the list for um, priests mm. that had abused children. Mm. Yep. So I think that there was some heightened awareness that I was tapping into for my own Mm self-preservation and I had to trust it. And, um, yeah, I didn't, my parents didn't handle it the way that I would handle it with my children, you know, generations you learn, but that was very real, very valid. And, um, so when children react a certain way, around certain people, I just would hope that the parents would understand that there could be something more that they may not understand, but the child knows because intuitively children have an awareness that is innate and it has to be trusted. And then when I was about five or six, I was playing in the basement amongst my um, grandmother's old trunks of quilts that she had had left unfinished before she transitioned and I was two and a half when she died and I heard the spirit voice come through me not of her voice but just a voice and it said when we die we don't just die our soul lives on forever Mm. and I ran up the stairs to tell my mom because I was so excited because this was just powerful and I don't remember her response at all so I think she just kind of went oh that's is that right you know I just because there's no memory but the odd thing was my mom and my sister who was just a couple years older than me were receiving visitations from my grandmother in spirit at that time so it was 
I mean, I found that out years later, obviously. Oh, oh so they didn't um, share that when during the time it was happening? They didn't share that they saw the, your grandmother? No, my mom didn't. Um, and my sister, they treated her like she was um, mentally unstable and sent her to a special school for children who were um, not quite right in the head, if you will. Oh, wow. Now... She is the most intuitive. She's like a medical intuitive on her own. Wonderful. And she's, yeah, she's very, very uh, gifted. And she's, she's learned to trust spirit. She's had a lot of experiences. I have had a lot of experiences, but different, very, we have different abilities I'm learning. You know, even though you're sisters, it doesn't mean you have the same. Exactly. Um, mine, I see auras. Um, mm-hmm. And powerful ones too very very validating or as they, they seem to always correspond with whatever that individual is going through throughout on yes. um, with the chakras and my interpretation uh-huh. seemed to be correct but um and i've seen spirit mm-hmm. now um, when you see when you say you've seen spirit is this with your physical eyes or with your clairvoyant vision you know can you tell the, um, is, it, is it sometimes hard to tell the difference? I would say both. Okay. Um, I've seen spirit transpose over another person as they're channeling. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. And, and so that feels like it's more intuitive, but, but it's powerful. And it seems to be related with Native Americans when that happens to me. And then I I have seen a Native American boy at the water's edge of a local pond that I would walk to. Mm-hmm. And he turned and looked at me and, and just like walked onto the water. He was gone. Mm. That, that looked real. The others, I believe the other ones were more um, through my, my higher sense of awareness. Mm-hmm. But my husband channeled, and I saw the spirit transpose over his face. And Transfiguration, yes, yes. It's a, isn't that the most remarkable thing to see? It and it really does. And, it, and it's one of those things that most people can see, can share that same experience. So if there's other people in the room, a lot of times people will will share that same vision of seeing it happen, right? Yeah, no one else. It yeah. was just the two of us, and it was mm-hmm. a, it was the first time he ever had an experience where he. He just had a spontaneous download of information that he was seeing. It was, this was just back in March during the when the pandemic first began. Mm-hmm. And he was seeing visions. And as he was, I was watching his aura glow and change and become very powerful, powerful colors. Of, yeah. You know, purple and gold. Beautiful. And, but half... Half of his face um, was a mist that formed over his face, and that's where this other... Yeah. Other face was over his. And yes. Yeah. It, it was. It's. It's hard to tell this to people because you think you're crazy, and, and obviously <laughs> I've I, seen it myself, so I understand. <laughs> thank you. Yes, thank I've seen you, it myself. You. Yeah, and it's and it, you know it's so cool. I mean the the um, the, the most uh, I, I'm not going to share where it was and when it was, but the most um, profound one that I, I experience I've had with that it like change it the the 
the energy of the room changes too when that's happening. Yeah. You can feel it like the the um, the air is charged with energy and it and it kind of my teeth will chatter and my eye my yeah. like, tears will run for it's not an emotional thing but tears will literally run down my face and it's an it's an energetic thing it's not an emotional thing but my teeth yeah. will chatter and I can feel it and then and then you can actually see um, different faces. Um, sort of superimposed over over the person who's channeling amazing <laughs> it's like yeah. if anybody gets a chance to see that it's like it's like pure energy and yeah so isn't it yeah isn't it so he's only done this once yes that, that was once um in fact we've been t- talking about it he just works a lot of hours and um and i'm i'm you know, trying to guide him to encourage him just to do some meditations because I think there's a whole lot more that's trying to to come out. He's he's very sensitive in um, psychic yeah. awareness things that type when, of thing. When he's ready, he'll be able to do it, no doubt. Well, he, you know, just, he's he's 64 now, so he he better be <laughs> plenty of time. There's still plenty of time. <laughs> I know plenty of people who are developing in their middle years. You know, 50, 60, 70. And they're just getting started. So he's got plenty of time, plenty of time. Oh. No worries. Well, <laughs> well, well, thank you. I have often wondered who that was that like a high, his higher self? Was this a Ooh. guide? I've Could wondered be. that all this time because I couldn't get a the clarity be. of it. Yeah, it very well could have been a guide. Um, I mean, I can't say for sure what that was, but um, it could be. I've I've had an experience with myself where I, I actually saw a, a person superimposed over me, and I, I, I think okay. it was a guide. I really feel like it was a guide in some way. And, um, yeah, so it's it's hard to know if someone's actually tuning in at that point, so I wouldn't be able to tell you what it was. But okay. hopefully, hopefully he'll, he'll explore that some more in his own time when he's ready. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you for sharing your experiences. Well, thank you for listening. I enjoy your show. Thank you very much, Sandra. Have a wonderful week, and thanks for listening. You you too. Thanks. Bye bye. Alrighty. So let's let's see. Let's go on to Michelle. Hello, Michelle. Hi. Hello. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I'm great. Thanks. How are you? Good. Good. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, I got disconnected earlier when you put me on hold, but I kind of was hoping to change my whole question. Okay. It's something that's been bugging me for, well, since before my daughter was ever born. Um, I ran into a psychic, or met up with one through a friend when I was pregnant, and he said, oh, yeah, she can give you a reading, blah, blah, blah. And she was struggling back then to determine whether she was a boy or a girl. She um, said, I kind of get a feeling that it's both, but definitely somebody from your past and as she gets the baby gets older you'll recognize this person well didn't really think about it too much after she was born um she was kind of a surprise and a blessing at a time in my life where i really needed her but um one day when she was two years old we're just hanging out her dad and i in the living room watching tv i don't remember what was on but she's playing right in front of me, and out of the blue, she tells me, this one time, Mom, you were, I was a dad, and you were a kid, and do you remember that? And I was just <laughs> floored, and it took me a minute. I'm like, what did you just say, Maddie? And she said, this one time, you were a dad, and I were a kid. I was a kid, and I said, uh, 
I, yeah, kind of. I'm like just still floored. And um, I said, how do you know this? And she said, well, Jesus told me. Now, mind you, at that time, her dad was atheist, and he kind of had driven me away from like a spiritual place in my life. So, you know, that was never, ever spoken about. So there's moments in our lives now where I see her as a father figure. I'm just curious, can you pick up on stuff like that? Oh, if, if the past live connections and things like that? Yes. Um, sometimes I sometimes I can get a sense of that. Um, I don't typically do that, though. But I do think it's okay. possible that because I, I think there's a belief anyways, at least I, I have. And I'll always tell everybody I there's things that I might believe today that I have an, ex, an experience and it changes my belief system. <laughs> like tomorrow I might tell you something different when I have a different experience. However, um, I do think we do tend to travel in soul groups okay so yeah yeah so whereas you know you might be you know her mom right now maybe in a previous um, incarnation you you were playing a different role in each other's lives and I think that's very possible and, and I've heard many times where you know uh, kids have said I actually I had a friend of mine who said um, had a, a young child say to them I know I chose you <laughs> And it's like, this is a little one. How would they know that, right? Um, so it's, it's um, yeah, so I do think we, we tend to take on different roles in each other's lives so that we can, we can be something different or we take on a different um, challenge or offer a different challenge in people's lives. So absolutely, I think it's very possible. Is, yeah. Do I know if that was the case here? I don't know. But, yes, uh, it's, there's t- <laughs> it's just, yeah, I'm trying to find someone to, to confirm that's been rather difficult. And I think it's one of those mysteries that is always going to be there till, you know, we reach yeah. the yeah. source and, you know, we get all the answers we ever longed for. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I have, I don't know if you have time for another quick question. Sure, go right ahead. But kind of been lead it, led into uh, over the last two months, like, hearing people that can channel and and people that are healers and i I'm, I'm hearing all these radio shows and everything's resonating in me like i feel like I even had a reading from a guy through facebook that said the same thing you were a healer in a past life and you know that's your calling here and it's you know you're starting to tap into like your skills but i am so green i don't even know where to go to even start is is that something you see any potential in okay psychically? So, yeah let me let me let me just kind of look at your aura for a moment and we'll go from there okay um okay so so let me just see where we're going and, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm not surprised that people are picking up on the healing energy around you because i i can see that with you okay um and there is there is some some intuitive awareness as well that I can see with you I but I kind of see it behind a lot of other stuff so what that means is that um first of all you, you're still you're still evolving as far as what you believe and if, if it's possible for you to do this okay so that's still there um so I can I think anybody can can develop their intuitive awareness and I think this is something that can work for you as well um, the important thing is to find a grounded teacher you know make sure you stay grounded with it that's the most important thing because I, my sense with you is that you do tend to to gravitate towards people who who come come across as very grounded okay so for you that's going to be very important in your development 
right? So, um, so find so somebody who who um, who you feel is very grounded, okay? So that you can develop alongside them, right? Um, okay. Also, uh, it it would be good to take um, first of all maybe a Reiki class of some kind if you haven't. Um, I think that's really important, especially for people who are just beginning, to help you understand what energy feels like, what energy shifts, what it, you know, what other people's energy feels like versus your own. Also, where your energy ends and other people's energy begins. That's like really key and basic to me. All right, to do that kind of work. Also, it it kind of invites um, awareness of healing for yourself. Okay, um, there's a process you, you know that um, I think when people go through um, energy healing work class any kind of classes like that there's a process to work to do you to work through your own stuff okay it'll actually bring things to the surface which is very important to kind of work alongside with psychic intuitive development okay and especially healing healing work if you want to step into healing work of any kind so yeah energy okay. healing would be great um a psychic awareness class would be really helpful as well this is great for anybody who's listening this is really good um you know, and if you want to, if you have any interest in this whatsoever, basics, energy healing class with a grounded teacher, also a psychic development class with a grounded teacher. So you get the basics of things. All right. So whatever direction you go in, those basic tools will help you, whether it be mediumship or healing or um, whatever you be um, pulled towards. But the one thing I will say, too, is try not to define where you're going with this. All right. I've seen way too many people and that's not I'm not saying this is you. I'm, I don't I don't get the sense this is you at all. But because we got a lot of people listening, I just want to put this out there. There's a lot of people I see coming into this work who want to get on the fast track because they want to be a certain thing or a certain they want to they want to have a certain job or they want to train, you know, they want to get out of the corporate world so they can do this work. That's not the way this works at all. <laughs> OK, um, that's what not, I'm finding and learning yeah, through yeah. the people that I've heard that have be tapped into this, you know, and, and gone this path. So yes. totally with you there. Yes. And and I find they get very discouraged and there may be some, some really great, I've actually seen many people who, um, you know, have come through um, my, my basic development classes and, and wanting to move on, um, getting frustrated because things aren't moving quick enough. It's not a four-year college degree. Um, it's and everybody's on a different timeline with this, and we also have to grow personally, in, you know, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, as we develop yeah. um, as a healer. Yeah. So it's those things have to go hand in hand. So we can't rush the process. And I and I, like I said, I felt like I could see your energy. I I know that you're you're fairly grounded with this, so I know that I'm kind of preaching to the choir right now. Um, but I just wanted to validate that for you. Okay. Well, it's um, only because I I. I feel like I did have a moment several weeks ago where I actually tapped into my higher self and my guides and they are re they said basically or I said to myself basically some of the same things that there's layers that I have to break down things that I need to heal in me to mm -hmm. open up more yes. and they told me this and I told myself this so I guess my question was already answered. I just wanted validation somewhere that was outside of me. Yes. Because you question it. You, you're you yes. like, did I really just talk to my higher self? Did I really <laughs> just Welcome connect with my, my spirit guides? 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> See, I love crazy. I love that you're questioning it. It's good. It's good to question it. And you know, and it's you know, you gotta have a, a little bit of faith with this as well. But and that's why, you know, by going through the process of um a, a basic class and development and, and going with a very grounded teacher. Um, that way you 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 develop the discernment of what's true and what's not true. What is it your ego? Is it is it fear? What is it? Where is it coming from? And then yes. and you just kind of get a sense to know what what truth is and what and so that you you know when you receive that guidance if it's if it's true or not. Um, and we're all going to have as you and I'll say this too as you know if, as as well as for everybody listening. As you, as you, if you're just beginning this path, or you're in the middle of this path, or you're just, you know, in a couple of years in, you're gonna end up, you know, studying with teachers, and you go, oh, this doesn't feel right, so, and it may not be right for you. It might be okay, but it's just not the right path. And you go, and that's the discernment that kind of develops over time. That doesn't, something doesn't ring true with this, so maybe it's not the path for me. And then you move on. Um, so yeah, so trust that that feeling. And I have a rule of threes. I will tell a lot of people when um, when they come into my sessions, um, and when I say something, and I'll say I'm going to tell you something about what I'm picking up, maybe about a spirit guide, because I don't often do spirit guide work. Um, I know you said something about connecting with your spirit guides. Um, I'll, I'll, I'm going to give you what I'm what I'm receiving or what I'm perceiving around you as a spirit guide, but take it with a grain okay. of salt. And I I go with like a rule of threes. Okay. If you hear it from another medium who didn't, who doesn't know anything about what you came in with, or you hear it from another source, and then you also it also validates something that you're sensing. I would say at that point, it's probably true. So, okay. Well, I have a really fun, funny thing about trees. I'm a three life path, and I I love things that come in three, six, nine. So, yeah, three is very. Every day there's something in threes that happens, and I take notice of all that. So that's really funny that you say that. <laughs> I'm I'm very fond of threes. Ah, very good. So, that must that's be great. I, I, don't, I normally don't say that. On, you know, I wouldn't say that publicly like this, but <laughs> I guess I needed to say that to you. Very good. Excellent. So um, thank you so much. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. And uh, thanks for calling. And thanks for listening in. Yes, I will be doing this more often. Like I said, I, I called and got disconnected, but yeah, by chance I stumbled upon the show. I didn't know who the speak, you know, the host was going to be. So yeah, I'll be better informed next time I call. No worries, no worries. Just to let everybody know who's listening, that yeah, I I listen, I talked to you just before we went on the air, and then when you dropped off. So <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, yeah. All right, very good. Thanks. Thank you so much for Have calling back day. in. You Thank too. you. Have okay. a wonderful week. Take care. Alrighty. So yeah. So I know we started off talking about psychic kids, but now we start talking about um, just development in general. Um, but I hope some somebody who might be listening, who is kind of really drawn to this work, um, to to you know maybe listen to what we had just said, and hopefully that'll help you along this path. Um, you know, to stay grounded, find a grounded teacher, and ones ones that resonate with you and feels feels like the right space to be in. Um, and, and it is really important to stay grounded with this work. It's um it's very easy to get sucked into things that just aren't true, um, that just um. Yeah, they, they kind of lead us off into places that lead us away from things that we need to work on. It, it's kind of an avoidance kind of a, a situation. So um, be very be very careful about um, being drawn into anything that it, it kind of encourages you to 
not um, not to not look at what needs to be healed. I think that's something that's really important, especially as anybody who's developing intuitive awareness as a healer um, or anything like that, is to recognize what needs to happen within you, in your heart, in your soul. And if you, as you grow as an intuitive or a healer or a medium, or just a spiritually aware person. I don't always like to say that everybody's going to become that. Um, it maybe I know a lot of people actually that will come to my classes, not because they want to be uh, a, a working intuitive medium or healer. They just feel like more human. They feel more alive. They feel more connected to everybody around them. They feel more aware when they take these classes and they don't want to they'll never sit down and do a, a, a reading one-to-one in a, in a professional sense it's just not them but they just they love being aware of of um, their own abilities and their own connection to spirit and um it it just helps them to grow and to uh, be aware of what needs to need they need to work on as well and it also helps them feel close to the people their people in spirit so um Anyway, so I just, um, if you have any questions at all about any of my classes, I just want to pop in and talk about this for the last minute or so. You can go to my website, it's laurelwister.com. I have a class tomorrow night called Introduction to Mediumship. And I'm also, I'll be offering some other classes over the next month that I'll be posting soon. Um, so if you're interested in any of those types of classes, just let me know and I will actually put some on the calendar if you're interested in an intuitive awareness class. Um, also, I'm offering a spirit communication evening um, it's also on my website heavenly connections with my friend Lori Sheridan uh, we're doing that in October October 8th online so anybody can come from any part of the world uh, we'll be offering um, readings and connections to people in spirit not everybody will be, get, be getting a session I mean getting a connection or a reading that night but um, like I always say by witnessing others received that message from spirit even if you don't get a message that you'll know that your people are safe and with you always so I hope that you'll join me next week and have a great week everybody thanks for tuning in Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on the Angel Tarot Show exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.